there's such a need for a caregiver to be able to meet with other people who are in their, you know, on their same journey and to have that support. But what's really hard is for a caregiver to have someone to take care of the person she's taking care of. Welcome to Aging in Style, the podcast dedicated to celebrating aging and what it takes to do it well. I'm Lori Williams. I'm a certified senior advisor and senior housing expert. In each episode, you'll learn stories of older adults who are thriving in their 70s, 80s, 90s, and in some cases, in their hundreds. Whether you're an older adult or the child of an older adult, this podcast is filled with insightful resources, organizations that are doing incredible work, and stories that will inspire you to volunteer, learn, and who knows, maybe even skydive in your golden years. Hi, welcome to Aging in Style. We are doing another episode of Ask Lori, where my fabulous producer, Anna Xavier, which many of you probably remember her now if you've been listening, um, Anna asks questions that our listeners have for us, and I answer them. So welcome, Anna. Hello, Lori. Happy to be here. The listeners are like, is her name fabulous producer, Anna? Like, maybe I should change my ID to, to that. you should. You're either <laughs> fabulous or amazing. I don't know. I have only good things. Only good things to say about Anna. <laughs> oh, stop it. Well, I'm more than happy to be your sidekick in these series because it's always so fun and I learn so much. So let's let's get started talking about dementia friendly. So um, for those who may not have hap- uh, listened to episode 87, which is how every community can be uh, dementia friendly, where you talked about like what it is and stuff. Can you give us a little bit of a, a recap and then what has happened? Because that episode was released in 2022. So last year, mm, um, okay. what has happened? So yeah. let's get into it. So Dementia Friendly is a nationwide initiative, and it's just to bring to every community education on dementia, because there's so many people, unfortunately, who have been diagnosed with dementia, and it's to let them to be more inclusive, basically, and no signs for businesses to know signs that someone may be struggling who has dementia, for churches to offer services specifically for people with dementia. And it's just to, like I said, just be more inclusive of those who are are struggling with this disease. You were telling me that there's a program called Stepping Stones, right? Mm-hmm. So would you mind sharing a bit about that? Sure. So Stepping Stones is a program that started in Denton, which is not far from where we are in Flower Mound. It's just, a, a, I guess, another town in the area, North Texas area. But it was started by an occupational therapist. And what it is, it's a group where there's support for those who are the caregivers for someone with dementia. And while they are having their support group, there's another, in another room, their loved one who has dementia is being entertained. They're doing crafts and singing and doing whatever to, you know, give them kind of some time away. And there's certain criteria, like they have to be able to go to the bathroom on their own. They can't be so far advanced where, you know, they need that type of care. So we kicked off Stepping Stones in Flower Mount at the Flower Mount Assisted Living on November 1st. And we had way more people than anticipated, definitely, you know, far exceeded our expectations. And we're really excited about being able to bring this program to um, to our community. And I mean, there's there's such a need for a caregiver to be able to meet with other people who are in their, you know, on their same journey and to have that support. But what's really hard is for a caregiver to have someone to take care of 
the person she's taking care of. So we were able to offer offer that. So we had one room and I was lucky enough. I got to be in the room with the people who have dementia and to to do things with them. And we had a blast. I'm telling you, we were laughing and having more fun in that room. The caregivers, I think there was a lot of crying in there because people are expressing things, but we were the fun room. And that's what I was telling everyone. Like one lady was a little hesitant and we're like, oh no, we're a fun group. We're going to have a good time. And I mean, the people were you know different levels of dementia, but all still able to do, we did games, we did snack, we told stories. I mean, it was just, it was a lot of fun. That's amazing. And then especially knowing that you're in the same building, so in the same mm-hmm. space, almost like maybe like two rooms apart or something, yeah. but that's still like, it brings a lot of peace to the caregiver, mm-hmm. I'm guessing, that they're like, oh, mm-hmm. they're just here and I'm here. I can be here yeah. and not feel guilty. That's amazing. Exactly. And they know that we are, you know, we're taking good care of them. And if someone, like I had one lady had to go to the bathroom. So if that happens, we just go with them and just, but try not to because you know, we don't want them to think you're not independent, but we're not going to le- send them by themselves, you know, and get lost in the in the building. So I just kind of stood outside and waited and uh, made sure she got back to to the room where we were. So, I mean, those are the kind of things that we're doing just to kind of gives the peace of mind. And what is the criteria for people who want to join? Join the, the wait list and, or the... So they just need to... Call the RSVP and it's at the Flower Mound Senior Center and just get on the list. And they would just say, you know, that they're coming, they're bringing their husband, wife, father, whoever it may be. And And there was all different relationships. We've started off where it's going to be once a month, but we do have plans for it to go twice a month. I think it will end up because we had such a great turnout. That's amazing. And it's for an hour and a half. Okay, that's really cool. And I I can imagine, especially as you've talked about caregiver guilt, and especially with the Alzheimer's Association, Megan shared really good tips and and just so many resources. But to know that, one, you can go, and second, that you can go with your loved one and really make the most of connecting with other people who can help you and who are going through the same thing, that's, that's just incredible. Exactly. I'm guessing that's free? Yes, it's absolutely free. Wonderful. All right. So I want to touch on something else that came up when you and I were talking about dementia friendly, which is mm-hmm. businesses who complete the training get a sticker outside. So people know that that business is dementia friendly and that the staff is trained. And since we talked about it, I remember thinking, wow, when I was doing public facing jobs, I wish I I mean, I never had a situation happen because I guess maybe I didn't identify the signs. Maybe I just thought the person there was something off about the situation, but I never had just a capacity to analyze that person and read them. So for for those who would just like to have like the baseline understanding of identifying maybe someone who has early signs of dementia and Alzheimer's, what would be good examples? And then can we talk about like just going hand in hand, like what are some ways that people can be more accommodating or just being able to read situations better? I mean, I think that's a great question. And and it's hard to say, you know, if you're just seeing someone interacting, if there is some dementia, but I mean, sometimes you can, you can tell something's not quite as it should be. And so, I mean, I think the best example, and I may have shared this before, was I was at the grocery store one day and there was an older man ahead of me and he was trying to pay and he couldn't, I think it was, he couldn't figure out how to put his credit card in. And I mean, he was just having a lot of difficulties and the 
cashier was being very rude with him and very like making him more anxious because she was getting so upset with him. And I just stepped up and I just said, here, let me help you with that. And I said this, you know, and I just said to him, this is hard for me to do. Sometimes I put it the wrong way, put it in for him. And he was so appreciative. But because I work with people who have dementia, I could tell he had the signs. But I think if if you see someone, an older person who is struggling with something that, you know, is unusual to be struggling with, maybe just to step up and be kind and not to like, as that cashier was so frustrated with him, she was making it worse because she's talking fast and in an angry tone. That's only upsetting him more. And I mean, I think it's important if someone, because you don't know, they could have dementia, they could have hearing loss, there's so many things that it could be, but to stop and slow down and speak clearly and look them in the eye. I think those are all really good tips for anyone, especially, you know, someone who is older. And one of the things with the church services that they're doing is that they are shorter services. They're not as long. So they're taking into account, you know, um, attention span and they're doing more music. Um, so those are, those are just some of the ways that we're better serving our seniors who have dementia. Okay. I remember reading somewhere, actually, script that. I wasn't reading. I looked at that on TikTok, as most of us these days say. Oh, I was reading an article. No, it was TikTok. Um, That's funny. I remember looking at a video and I, I think I even sent it to you because uh, it seemed like someone was very confused and they were like, oh, you're parked. You're, that's my car. That's my car. The person mm-hmm. was really struggling. And so I guess just in any scenario, just like having patience and just maybe is is getting a manager in a store something that people should do or should they try to reason with the person? What would it your be- if well, someone clearly seems like they're I mean, yeah i mean if you're talking about reasoning like if someone is out of control then yeah i would probably call a manager for that but this gentleman was just he was just confused a little confused about how to put his credit card in and you know and it was just being made worse because the cashier was so upset with him and it was making him more nervous but i mean if someone is having you know, like they're yelling or they're so confused, which I've honestly, I've not seen that, knock on wood. But if something like that is happening, then yeah, that might be a good time to to contact the manager and have someone else step in. But that's where having this training through Dementia Friendly would be so helpful because you might be more, you're made aware that there are people and lots of people more coming that will have dementia because we have all of our baby boomers now who are aging and and I'm one of them. <laughs> so, um, you know, they they call it the silver tsunami, all the, the older adults that are coming. So, I mean, it, I think it's very important to be aware of what dementia looks like and what could possibly be. And so if let's say I'm working at a supermarket or a restaurant or a regular business uh, like a bank or whatever, um, a business that is public facing, um, what would I do in order to get on the training list? You can contact Dementia Friendly. So there's Dementia Friendly has like different, I guess, chapters. Basically, we're Dementia Friendly Denton County, but there is a Dementia Friendly, a big one in Fort Worth that started first. So it's just you would look in your area and you can go on. I think it's just DementiaFriendly.com for the nationwide organization and see if there is one in your area. And then you just have them come in and train you and then you train your staff or you can have your staff in there to train as well. 
Um, one thing you mentioned about banks, that's a really good one because a lot of times it's important for them to be aware if you know they're used to seeing Mr. Jones come in and do his normal withdrawals. And one day, what if he comes in and he withdraws, you know, thirty thousand dollars? That might be a red flag because there's unfortunately so many people with bad intentions out there. It could be someone trying to scam him. So, you know, it's anything out of character, you know, would be worth noting. So that's that's a that's one way that banks and financial institutions are educated. So is that for organizations who want the training, do they, do they have to pay a small fee or um, mm -hmm. is that free too? It's free. Amazing. Oh, wow. Like, why are not, not more people doing this? Wow. Exactly. And then, of course, it's a we're a nonprofit. So if anyone wants to donate to help the cause, um, we can also have that listed where they can donate. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Lori, for that. That was so clear and, and definitely be looking forward to seeing more of, about Stepping Stones and Dementia Friendly Denton chapter. So thank you for that. Excellent. Great. And that was a that was a great question. Thank you for asking that. And be sure to look up Dementia Friendly for your area because it's not just here in Texas where we are. It is all throughout the country. And as always, please share the podcast with your friends and family. Um, we love getting this information out to, you never know who it may help. So we are happy to be putting this out there and love that you guys are sharing it. And be sure to tune in next week. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.